Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com slash tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks. Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier We'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at qu- uh, questions at trinityforcepodcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforce network, our Twitter, at tforce network, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c slash trinity force podcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash tforce podcast, where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other league games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night, for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches. Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast. Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, hit the beep if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. Obi Pwn Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold. So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try and force in some jokes and some cringeworthy puns. Yo, we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. Now that's the end of the intro. It's time we've begun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 820 or 835 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I'm your host. And I, Eric, and uh, this is the second half of us going through the first patch of Season 14, Patch 14.1. If this is the first one you're catching, last week we went over everything but the items. 
So if you want to hear our thoughts on everything but the items, go listen to 834. This episode is going to be exclusively items and then the mid-patch updates that have happened, the hot fixes to several items and several champions, and that's what we'll be going over. So um, this will still be a beefy episode just like last week was, and we're excited to get into it. But uh, before we get into that, you know, got to talk about how we're all doing. Colin, how are you doing? We missed you last week. You were feeling a little yeah, ill. a little under the weather. I wasn't feeling the best, but we're back at it this week. Good to go. Played a couple games of league. Played rank for some reason at the start of the season. It's going uh, I'm nine and eight, so it's it's better than it, it could could be. It's positive, so that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty good yeah. for the first patch of the season when no one knows what the fuck is <laughs> yeah, happening. Played a couple Norse, yeah, that's but mostly well. mostly ranked. Just dive right in. Gotcha. That's the opposite approach yep. that I will be taking when I. I've only played a few games on this patch entirely, and it was I was high while I was playing most of those. So um, <laughs> I basically just I I just played Velkaz, and I played. I was like, "Ooh, what did Ludens get replaced with?" Okay, this, and then I bought some other items that I knew what they were, and that was it. I feel like um, that's the perfect frame of mind to play Velkaz in. <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty good. I just yeah, he uh, he feels pretty good so far. But that's literally all that I've played so far in this season. Um, so I won't have as much input as you gentlemen will on all this stuff. But um, cool. Glad to hear you're having some early ranked success. Since I'm talking, I'll just keep talking as I normally do. But I, ha like I said, I haven't played much ranked. Uh, I haven't played any ranked at all. I haven't played much league yet on this patch. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been gone for a week. I was on vacation in the Dominican Republic at an all-inclusive resort from for like a week. So it was a long time. But yeah, basically the patch came out. I left the next day and got back yesterday, so I was gone for the bulk of when everyone's been playing. So I got to catch up. But uh, vacation was good. I only got a little bit of burn, and I don't tan that well. I burn pretty easily due to my overwhelmingly Scandinavian heritage, and we can't handle sun, so I just straight up burn. I'm not as bad as my dad and my brother who are straight up lobsters, like half an hour in the sun and they'll just start turning pink. Um, takes me a little longer, but I have a peeling a little bit on my face, but otherwise I'm all good. Yeah. DR is beautiful. What's your so, favorite was, thing that you did while you were there? Um, so, hmm, that's a tough one. Like I'd say my favorite thing might've been, uh, there's a few contenders. So we did a couple of excursions while we were there. One of them was, uh, we got on a bus for like a half hour, 45 minute bus ride to, um, it's this thing called scape park, like escape, but without an E at the front. And, um, and we were in Punta Cana. Um, so we weren't, there's lots of resort areas across the DR, but we okay. were there and it, it's like, uh, it's a, like a water park and other, not like a U.S. water park, though, but there's like water park and then um, some Dominican and Hispaniolic uh, history walk thing. And then there's some cave stuff, which wasn't uh, happening at the time. Then you can do like a zip line across the whole place and uh, things like that. And so that was cool. I'm not going to do a normal zip line because I'm afraid of heights. Um, I also just don't trust zip lining or like skydiving equipment outside of the states or probably canada as well yeah that's um, right. <laughs> i just didn't I, yeah 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 don't forget it 
<laughs> but um, yeah, so there was a zip line that we could take that was over a pool of water, and then you drop down into it like 10, 15 feet. And I did that a few times, and that was really fun. Um, that or uh, the other excursion we did was we went to this island that's like half national park, half um, half resorts, and. It was one of the most calm, serene beaches I've ever seen and been at. And that was really cool to just take the catamaran out there and um, and then enjoy the beach and get some free lunch and stuff like that. And it was good. And uh, n- neither one of us got the Dominican version of Montezuma's Revenge. We did not get any sort of like water poisoning or anything, which is good. Yeah, definitely yeah, avoid that. It's always a plus. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah one wants, definitely. no one wants water poisoning. Nope, I didn't interact uh, with any of the any like dangerous water. And then one morning, I walked into the bathroom and my girlfriend was brush like was rinsing her toothbrush in the sink. I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh shit!" So at that point, she was basically just like, "She might get it, might not." Didn't end up getting it, which is good. But yeah, um, the pools are really nice. Like the resort was really clean, and they had way more staff than I would have thought necessary. But um. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, on, it was good. Is I enjoyed really it a lot. Nice to just like not have any responsibilities and just do whatever you want, have some fun. Yeah. Exactly. Unlimited alcohol food, and yeah. food. Even though the food was kind of shit, it's an all inclusive, so it's gonna be kind of shitty. But um, yeah, it was it was still it was really fun. I'm glad I went. So. Yeah, John, what have you been up to while I was off partying in the DR? Well, I have been experiencing this patch to its fullest, Eric. And <laughs> I'll tell you... You don't sound happy about that at all. Well, <laughs> well, no. I mean, so, uh, mistakenly, I mean, it's been great, honestly. I've been enjoying it a lot. Uh, I've been playing a good bit, just normal games with friends. Played a good bit of ranked... Uh, a decent bit. You were right? saying that you've been doing well on Rengar. Yeah, he's the third best jungler on this. Patch, yeah, so I played a lot of Rengar go. recently. He's feels pretty good, and uh, yeah, Hecarim is not doing so well. Yeah, I played actually I a game of Hecarim, and he does. He feels quite bad. In what what kind of build yeah. did you go? Did I go? Yeah. I think I went to stand. I went Bruiser yeah. that game. Bruiser's I think. a lot better. It feels right not now. good. Like Assassin just feels so much bad. Like other champs deal the damage so much faster. Just like Ringer, for an example. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the recommended build on U.GG is boots into Spear of Sojin into Eclipse. I've been running Triforce. I, I, I fell back in love with Triforce. It was bad on Hecker for a while. Now, now, now the, that Sheen proc is just, it feels so smooth. With phase rush or with depending conquer? on the game, if I need to run away from people, like if there's a trend on the enemy team, I'm, I just can't beat even if I'm up two items. I, I need phase rush. Yeah, sure. By the way, what uh, like in the last like five or six patches, we've talked about Trundle a decent bit. What happened? He just kind of came out of nowhere. I feel like people just started playing. He's him a and that his stats are really good. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> he really annoying in jungle and top. He's an absolute menace on the rift, dude. Dude, yeah, so to hear like this. Thirteen point two one. He he was the statistically worst top laner, and then it went up a little bit, and then in two three, so he jumped from a forty seven percent win rate to fifty one, 
and then now he's still a 51. Like, wh I don't... Maybe they changed something. I don't remember him getting many event, uh, many significant buffs at all, but, like, Christ. Anyways, go on. You are playing a melee AD character into him. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it <truly is. laughs> it's, You cannot fight it's, it's him a ever. You need the team. No matter what. Yeah. So... Yeah, I I've played a I've laned, okay I haven't not this season but last season I laned against Trundle a few times as Scion and it feels totally fine. Maybe that's one specific matchup that it doesn't matter, but uh, or maybe I just faced shit Trundles. It felt completely fine to play against. I feel like it's okay for him because he the thing with him that I feel like is really annoying is like I mean you're just building a bunch of health as Scion right like mostly but yeah. he steals resistance you know so i feel like that could be maybe part of it. i don't know i don't know if that, I, don't I don't know, know that matchup honestly but it it doesn't like he he'll he'll pillar you and if you can get around one side you know where he's going to run so you can queue him or uh you can take phase rush and then be able to get away from him too cuz you can tap q and e and auto him and then you have the the phase rush proc to run away from him um, plus that fat shield. I don't know. That's the only matchup that I've really played that's fair for Trundle up top. I mean, I've played against, I played Quinn against him, and that's Trundle's worst matchup, and it's very evident why. And I played Kale into it too, and Kale feels he's good bad against too. AP burst. I know. So I should play Lissandra top. My patented Lissandra top into him is what I'm hearing. At least I've seen top. it once, and it was it was actually really good. <laughs> so yes. It is. Udir. You could play Udir into him, maybe. AP Udir. I miss the old Udir. I want them to Bring back him. the dot. Yep. I feel like his autos looked more satisfying than the old ones. They were, for sure. In my opinion. And his skins looked better because they were just so like old and janky that they were better. <laughs> some of his skin, some, but before he had arguably two of the worst skins in the game. Like uh, Black Belt Udir looked terrible, and then Primal Udir looked pretty terrible as well. Like it's up there in contention with like, uh, oh the 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 two talent, the first two skins that Talon has, um, some of uh, like. Earthbound Skarner as well, and like a couple other ones, I think just are fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. I'm also just going back to Trundle, dude. He's insane. He really <laughs> need, need, so, need to say it one more time. No, I did, I need to say it one more time, but also I need to say that to remind myself of there was one game where my uh, my friend was playing Trundle top. I was playing Rengar. I think my yeah my other friend was playing uh, Diana. I got both of the Void Grubs spawns, and then oh they dude, just split push and melt. We all turrets. just yeah we one three one and just melted turrets. It was absolutely we won. I think after we got both spawns of the like we won game with Harold. Like it was. Yeah, that was, Damn. that's absurd. That's a great team how for fast we could towers. Yeah, leave alone yeah. for a couple seconds uh, it, gone. It was kind of insane, but uh, I haven't. 
in the games I've played, uh, I think it was like, I think it was four games. We were, uh, I have not had a, I was playing Velka, so I can't really go do those uh, grubs, but um, have not had a single grub capture on my team. So I have no idea what it feels like yet. It, you know who's really good at doing them is uh, Fiddlesticks. Yeah. Oh, you should try yeah. That. yeah. You should try Yeah. Yeah, the Fiddlesticks one I saw, and I was like, whoa. That's kind of insane. Yeah, you should give a give Lily a go too. I I think Lilia feels feels very good. She's the second best Played jungler right now. Lilia. Yeah. I the number one. The sixth patch in a row. Yeah, forever. Oh. For the last year. Yeah. <laughs> Play Ivern is what they're saying, guys. But everyone's like eh. <laughs> 1.9% pick rate. I mean, that's why uh, there's a good nah. win rate because like the people who play Ivern are playing Ivern. No one else is playing Ivern. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay, well, should we yes, get into the items it. then? Yeah. All right, so what we're going to do is cover and I, cover the items, and I have notes on which ones were hotfixed. So as we cover the item, if it was hotfixed, we'll read what it was, and then the hotfix, and then we'll discuss it. Otherwise, we'll just read it and then discuss it. So uh, first off, the items that are gone are Crown of the Shattered Queen, Everfrost, Leeching Leer, which was the non-blasting one part that built into Riftmaker, Demonic Embrace, and then stopwatch pl slash perfectly timed stopwatch. So League of Stopwatch is over. Thank God. Um, okay, so first item is the new Riftmaker. Uh, total cost is 3,000 gold. The item recipe is Haunting Guys plus Fiendish Codex plus 800 gold. We'll cover Haunting Guys in a minute. Um, it gives you 80 ability power, 15 ability haste, 350 health. Uh, it's got three. Oh, it's got a couple of uniques as well. So Void Corruption. For each second in combat with enemy champions, deal two percent bonus damage, max ten percent at maximum strength. Gain if you're melee character ten percent. If you're range six percent. Omni Vamp. So it is a little different than how it used to function. And then also gain two percent of your bonus health as AP. So that was a passive from demonic which is now gone they also changed the way that omni vamp works and so omni vamp now heals you for a percentage of damage you deal with a 20 with reduced effect it's 20 percent effective on minions and monsters um additionally omni vamp heals for the full amount though with your jungle pet or aoe damage Previously, you used to get, I think, the full heal off of minions and monsters, but AoE was significantly less effective. Um, and then jungle pets, I think, had less as well. So they kind of reversed how that worked. Um, and I guess I'll go get Haunting Guys real quick, too, because it's a component item. So uh, it's 1,300 gold. Uh, the item recipe is Amp Tome, Ruby Crystal, and 500 gold. It gives you 35 AP, 200 health. And the passive is Madness. For each second in combat with enemy champions, deal 2% bonus damage up to a maximum of 6%. So it's a... Uh, so, it, yeah, it does that. So, um, guys, have you built or seen much Riftmaker? And then Haunting Guys is a component item, but um, seen much Riftmaker around the Rift? I've seen it once, only once so far. It was a Vlad, because, you know, it works perfectly with Vlad. And yeah. You'd always take this. And uh, it was... It was really strong. Oh, also, there's actually an Oriana who took it with a weird like HP build, and she she was hard to kill because they're a maker. So it's not bad. Was she doing much um, damage? 
Yes, but only because she could survive for so long. You know, like it wasn't like bursts. It was just a okay. lot of spells over and over. She was drain tank Oriana. Basically, a lot of ages too. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, we we did win that game. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, so what champs do you, like, John, when you're looking at this, what champs other than Vlad, which I agree is a total perfect case, like, what champions do you think should be building Riftmaker at some point in their build? Um, okay, so I'll answer your question. The first thing, though, that was on my mind is I uh, actually last night tried a game of, because uh, I saw someone playing it, APs in Zal. <laughs> yes. I was just thinking that and, Zane would be perfect with this. And, oh, boy. That is a fun build. <laughs> going, you go Nashers into Riftmaker. Oh, like your all your spells, your W, your E, and your R just do so much damage, and you have an absurd amount of attack speed. And your heal, the heal is gross, insane. Yeah, the heal is really gross. And then once you get Riftmaker, it synergizes really well with that. I just wanted to try it because it looked fun. And it is very yeah, fun. Yeah, so he, here, his, here are his ratios. So his heal, the heal itself, doesn't have... Uh, oh, yeah, so it's like every third auto consumes like the... It Basically, it deals bonus physical damage, which if you have more... Bon if you have uh, AD, then it does... Um, that will do more damage. Um, so that you won't get the extra damage on the auto. However, the heal doesn't have an AD ratio. It's three to four percent of your max health, based on level. It's levels one, six, eleven are the breakpoints, and it has a sixty-five percent AP ratio. Then his Q has no AP ratios at all. The uh, the W does on the not the slash, just the thrust. So he does the little slash, and then the thrust. The, the thrust has a sixty-five percent AP ratio. Um, and then the E has a, the magic damage itself has a 60% AP ratio, and his ult has a 110% AP ratio. So everything but his Q is augmented, and then if you have attack speed and Nasher's Tooth, the Q is still really good, because it also renews your cooldowns. Too. Throwing a spear if it's so he has My thoughts exactly. AP ratios. Yep. Yeah, Zin's yeah. looking good. I've played it once before, and it was fun. Yeah, I played AP Zin once, it was really like, good. Had a fun time. Yeah, but to be clear, that that is a fun build. The most optimal build on him, I've actually played a decent bit of Zinzel recently too. Oh, he's good right now. And the uh, yeah, he's real good. He feels good. He you go currently the highest win rate build is Titanic into Sunder Sky. And you're just so tanky, and you do so much damage. Feel like it's lethal tempo. Right? I played like, <sighs> yep, yeah. lethal tempo. You go, yeah. I was going inspiration secondary. Um, Good experimental hex play. Yeah, which we'll talk about. Yeah, that item's pretty insane. I've tried that one as well. Hey, no spoilers. We'll get to it, guys. All right, let's get into that that yeah. next mage item. Stop talking about bruiser items. Yeah, I love birds. All right, items. well, let, go yeah. ahead and take it, um, then, Colin. Is it Malignant? It is 2,800 gold. The recipe is a lost chapter, Phoenix Codex, and 700 gold. It is 80 AP, 
20 ability haste, 600 mana, and the passive scorn. Gain 20 ability haste for your ultimate and passive hate fog. Whenever you deal, or whenever you damage an enemy champion with your ultimate, burn the ground beneath them for 3 seconds, dealing 60 plus 6% AP magic damage per second, and reducing their magic resist by 1 per user level. As long as they are on the burning ground, note the radius increases based on damage done. So the more damage you deal, the bigger the AoE. How I understand that? Uh, pretty yep. good item. Works really well for a bunch of champs. Timu. Timu. Timo. Uh, I saw GP uh, go AP and his ultimate. You can get people stuck in there. It does a lot of damage. Amumu. Malzahar, of course. Uh, the, the the champions who so, want it. There's a lot who don't. Yeah, so question about how this works since you've seen it in-game. Um, does it? So it's whenever you deal damage, you burn the ground. Is it like a... Let's say you have an ultimate that's a dot. Let's say it's like, I don't know, um, a Nivea. It would burn the whole time. Does it? It would keep going. And it moves the burn where you are when you're every tick you're getting dealt damage? Well, it, it goes below them. So just as if they take damage from your ultimate, uh, like it'll appear below them. There's no cooldown on it, so it would just make a bigger cloud, really. Okay, so it, yeah. So the, the like, let's say that, yeah, you move... Um, let's say it ticks every second. I mean, just yeah. for simplicity's sake. The first second, the area burns and it spawns. Then the next second, if you move to a different spot and you're no longer on that spot, the new the new spot presumably would pop up, and the old spot is still there for another couple seconds. And then that just continually happens for as long be, as they're damaged yeah, by the that, ultimate. That's how that works, yeah. But, okay. I mean, I can gotcha. understand why it wouldn't be, because, like, if it's just moved over slightly, it's probably not that, maybe. Or maybe you can only be affected by it once. Should make more sense. Yeah, it sounds like it should only be once or once every three seconds. Yeah, once every maybe? three seconds, or only one can be affecting you, or it works the other way, maybe. But you're really good on the like Timo. Team, okay. Is basically what I think of. That's why he's in. I think Mal's Mal's, would yeah. love this item. It's gross on Timo. Yeah, Timo's really strong right now. Sadly. Yep, Timo is getting nerfed in the next patch, and for I think he was already nerfed in the mid-patch update yep. as well. Dude, did you know? Which we will get to. I saw that Timo, I mean, it's like not insane sample size, but Timo Jungle actually is... It's doing really well. Yeah, it's do, yeah. doing well. I try to clear like in practice tool with him. Dude, his clear is so fucking healthy, it's, it's, it's gross. Yeah. He clears. The blind lasts like twice as long on jungle monsters. It's or it's something like that. I mean, it feels like a forever. I mean, they never hit you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like you're just full HP coming out of the jungle with Steamo. But I mean, you're not gonna do much. But I mean, he can full clear healthy. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I've seen that item built on him. Good bit. For sure. I've seen um, some clips of the Azup, the Velkaz uh, streamer, building this on him, and I don't necessarily—I don't know—I'm not as good as him, so I'll take his word for it. But it seems a little weird to build him there. I think like uh, I don't know anything that yeah has a slow or a root or a stun or something I mean, it, would be good. It pairs with this. well with uh, Velkaz's ulti because as long Velkaz's as you can just hit them yeah. right. And it's yeah. just because it's like a channel, it's longer. It works well on fiddlesticks too. Can't forget that. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, like Huey and Victor, I'm thinking, but you can kind of run out of theirs pretty maybe easily. Maybe Kennen, but I feel like it's not bursty enough for that. If you go AP Ivern, I think this would be good. Daisy knocks you up, and then you're on the hate fog. Just a thought. Nope, Never mind. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John, you want to hit the Ludens? Yes, Ludens companion. Total cost three thousand. The recipe is lost chapter, a hextech alternator, and seven hundred gold. And it gives you ninety AP, twenty ability haste, six hundred mana. And then the first passive load, gain a shot charge every three seconds up to a maximum of five or six rather. And then the other passive is fire. Damaging abilities consume all shot charges to deal an additional 40 plus 8% AP magic damage to the target and one additional target nearby per charge. If there are insufficient targets in range for each remaining shot, repeat the damage on the primary target, dealing 35% of the damage. Um, I have not used this item personally. I know it's on, like, kind of meant for, like, bursty characters, like... And poke characters, too. Really? Um, yeah. Who would be, like, a good example of... Someone who well, Velkaz likes it. Velkaz? I've, I've built it on him. Yeah, and it, it feels good. So the build path is good, and that's the sense I'm getting from when I'm reading through all this. The build paths for most of these items feel pretty good. But um, anyways, it's yeah, it feels pretty good to use, and um, you, people aren't used to it yet, so you catch people off guard with the multiple Ludens procs that you can throw out. Um, like, his Q, if you hit three targets with a Velkaz Q, it should use three charges, and then that can hit multiple times. You can do some serious damage there. Um, I've seen it on Lux, and it looks great for Lux, as does uh, Storm Surge. Um, yeah, anybody that has poke, like I bet if you wanted, like this is a good, maybe a, if you want to do hybrid, like Ezreal would be great with this. Um, anyone who can do repeated uh, anybody can do repeated damage with it because I believe I'm gonna look it up. Um, I don't think they're saying it here, but if you have multiple charges to get rid of it once, then um, each each uh, successive charge deals less damage than if you're just doing one at a time. So it's like constant poke is more valuable for this than um, don't charge it up. Than individual but like yeah, Talia that's the idea would be this would be good on Talia then probably. Yeah, her Q would be great for it. Yeah, so I guess it, it does say it kind of here. So yeah, it's the, for each remaining shot, repeat the damage on the primary target doing 35% damage. So whenever you hit it, it does all the damage all at once, but um, if you're able to hit, let's say you have six of them, yeah, it'll do more damage. But um, if you were to use those incrementally, if you're able to hit skill shots and hit spells, it does that. It does that over and over again for full damage. So maybe I'm not saying it the right way, but um, 
it's better generally. Like you're getting more value if you're using the the fire charges, the shot charges, one by one rather than stacking them up. Obviously, that's not always possible, but in an ideal world, gotcha. yeah. I do like how it's just everyone setting down a staff and then picking up a gun. <laughs> that's like what that's what this is. Get rid of the staff, got a gun. Yep. Nice. Yeah, Luden's gun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So next we'll do Storm Surge. Uh, so this one has been hot fixed, and I'll go. I'll just read this and then move to the hot fix of it. So uh, the total cost is twenty nine hundred gold. The item recipe: Hextech Alternator, Aether Wisp, and nine fifty gives you a hundred AP, ten magic pen, five percent movement speed, and has a couple of passives. So the first one is called Storm Raider, dealing thirty five percent of a champion's max health within three seconds. Applies Storm Surge to them and grants the user 25% move speed for two seconds. And that has a 30 second cooldown. So what is Storm Surge? It, after two seconds, Storm Surge strikes the target with lightning, dealing 12, uh, 120 to 260 based on, I think it's your level, uh, plus 40% AP if you're melee, and 30% AP if you're ranged. Actually, the base is different if you're ranged too. The base is 90 to 195 if you're ranged. Uh, so it deals that magic damage to them. If they die to the lightning, or before the lightning strikes, it detonates immediately in a large area around them, and you gain 30 gold. So if you overkill them, you still have a little bit of payoff. Or if it's about to hit and someone else kills them, then you still get a little bit of uh, you still get a little bit of payoff there. Um, okay, and so this one was. Uh, hot fix it's being and i think it's going to be nerfed again next patch but storm surge um the passive damage on it was uh 120 to 260 plus 40 percent ap or 90 to 195 plus 30 percent ap now it is 100 to 200 plus 30 percent ap if you're melee and then 75 to 150 plus 22.5 percent ap so pretty significant ap ratio hits and the base damage was hit uh, pretty sig like decently significantly as well um, for this being a 30-second cooldown uh, interaction. So, yeah, uh, I've seen this a bit. I haven't actually built it myself. Games haven't gone long enough for me to get more than two items that I've the few that I've played. But um, I've seen it on Lux. is really the only champion I've seen by it, and it looks really good though. Yeah, it's really good, uh, especially before the nerfs. I mean, even now it's still a good item. I've seen it built a decent amount, and just uh, that like AOE damage can sometimes just do like a massive amount. Like I had a Katarina go in with this item, and if she goes in on a full team, they are just being nuked because like the ADC or this the not tank support will just die right away. Deals a bunch of damage to everybody. It's pretty Damn. pretty strong sometimes, and plus that gold is nice too. Just add it on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it definitely adds up. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that I guess 100 it, AP, it, I remember when I first saw this item, I'm like, dude, this item gives you 100 AP on top of doing this. With some magic pen. Yeah, with magic pen, yeah. And move speed. Yeah, I've tried this on Echo. For, tw for 2,900, this is, this is solid. <laughs> Oh, it's a fucking steal yeah. for twenty nine hundred. Yeah, yeah. This is like a thirty one hundred item, 
in my opinion, if not 32, how good it is. They need to buff the stats a bit more if they're going to do that. I've looked, I guess I should have said, but I've been looking at the cost analysis, the like the gold efficiency of these items. Um, last one, uh, like Luden's Companion at base stats is 121% gold efficient. That's before its unique passives. And then, uh, but Storm Surge is 89% before the unique passives. I know this one does more damage in a burst, but um, if they were going to make it more expensive, they need to give it a little more uh, raw stats. Yeah. How much? They took 10 AD, then? Um, what, for, for the, the nerf? Yeah. Like they took it. They, they took reduced away, the passive. Uh, 10% AP if you're melee. If you're range, oh, they reduced okay. it by... 7.5% AP, and then the flat damage went down by 20, I think, at all ranks, if I remember correctly. Or it went down by 20 early, uh, let me see, it was 120 to 260, now it's 100 to 200, and then That's 75 true. to 150. So, bigger hit late game than early game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess the passive is really what's real, like, the strength yeah. of item, a lot of the strength of the item is as far as how 100%. it being overpowered, I guess. Yeah, it's like Zanya's. You don't buy it for the base stats, you buy it for the active. Yeah. The, the item is, I will say, very satisfying to use. It looks like it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just burst mages, very yeah. clearly. So, ready for Hextech? Rocket Belt? Alright. Go for it. It was patch we'll get to that 2500 gold for hextech it is a hextech alternator a kindle gem at 600 gold it gives you 60 ability power 300 hp 15 ability haste and the active is supersonic you dash in target direction unleashing an arc of magic missiles dealing 175 plus 15 percent magic damage with a 40 second cooldown and the hot the hot fix was a nerf that is Reducing the damage on the active by 50 flat, and that is it. So, you know, too much damage. I mean, for 2500, and like still having a dash in the mage class, it's pretty solid. Yeah, this is a fan for the so cost. Good. Like for this being 2500, this is such a good item. It's all, also it's worth noting the gold efficiency is 110 percent too. And then so this is a fantastic extra, item. Extra damage and a dash, which I mean, like with like your Diana who just wants that little bit of extra. Like room, so she can do her combo. It's so good. Yeah, it's worth noting that the previous version of Rocket Belt last season had once you do the dash, you get move speed towards enemy champions for like a second and a uh, half or two so seconds. Good. That is gone, so it is purely yeah. just the dash now. Which is not the biggest dash, but Gale Force is gone, Prowler's Claw is gone, Mage still got theirs. I haven't built this yet, but it looks like uh, it's yeah, same very solid. I tried it. War, so. Yeah, I tried it on Echo. I mean, it feels good. It's super cheap. Yeah, it feels like for like pretty solid all around stats for that class. Yeah, because so, everything you want. I think that feels good. Cool. Uh, John, do you want to take Cosmic Drive? Yeah, Cosmic Drive. <laughs> 3,000 gold, and then the recipe is a Kindle Gem, Aether Wisp, Phoenix Codex, and then 450 gold. And stat wise, it gives you 80 
ability power, 250 health, 25 ability haste, and 5% movement speed. And then the unique passive spell dance, damaging an enemy champion with an ability grants 25 to 60 move speed. And that's based on your level. Like, uh, it doesn't say a certain um, amount of time, though. Yeah, I know. Like, what? A little strange. It gives it for okay. two seconds. The wiki, it's two seconds. Okay. Um, it's, pretty linearly it's pretty linearly scaling, too. I'm looking at the, the numbers. It's pretty linear. I've built this um, on Lilia, I think, as, like, a third item. Um, I can't really... Speak speak to it too much other than that. I don't think I've built it on anyone else. But it's a stat checky item is what it is. By it's a without spell dance being active, it's hundred and twenty six percent gold efficient. And when spell dance is active, depending on what level you are, it's either hundred and thirty percent, hundred and thirty six percent gold efficient, or hundred and fifty percent gold efficient. It's just a fucking stat bomb. Yeah, six sixty move, movement with speed with a little bit of move speed. And five percent movement speed, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a not lot yeah, that is movement a speed. You're gonna kite them so easy. This sounds gross on Vlad. Yep. Vlad yeah, I was just thinking that. Very good. Yep. Yep. Um, Silas. Um, Silas would Ari like this a lot as well. Yeah. Anyone that likes yeah. AP, Anyone that likes AP and health want but doesn't want mana, Mordekaiser. If you want to go this. Yeah. Yeah. It's still Cassiopeia. Then we. Yep. What still we cast. Hunting guys. I did Haunted that. Guys. We have the changes to Ultimate is really good right now for the price, I think. It's a solid. It already was. Yeah. And... Yes, dude. Oh. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I take it away. So I'll yeah, so I'll go through it. It's uh, So yeah, Hextech Alternator. It, this is a component item that builds into a bunch of stuff. But uh, the cost is 1,100 gold. The item recipe is an amp tome, or two amp tomes, and then 300 gold. Gives you 50 AP, gives you no other stats, but it gives you the passive revved, which is the same as what it had before, I believe. Uh, damaging a champion deals an additional 50 to 125 based on level magic damage. Um, and for being just a component item for what this gives you, it's crazy strong. And the scaling is pretty linear when I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's a component yeah. item. Not a ton to say about it, other I, than it's nice. For yeah, the, the recipe too is so nice. Yeah. True. Yeah, it is. Fifty AP for eleven 1, hundred is solid. So good for the, the your, is, yeah. your echo or any of the like assassin mages. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty AP apparently is a thousand gold worth, so you're overpaying for a hundred by a hundred, but that revved passive is very good. So, so. it is. Um, okay, well, uh, yeah, John or yeah I can do Leandri's Torment. All right, take Leandri's. So it's 3k. The recipe is Haunting Guys, Blasting One, and 850 gold. And the it gives you 90 AP, 300 health. The first passive Torment dealing damage with abilities causes enemies to burn for 2% maximum health magic damage per second for 3 seconds. And then the other passive suffering for each second in combat with enemy champions gain 2% bonus damage up to a max of 6% bonus damage. 
and then the damage cap to monsters per second is changed from 100 to 50. Um, I mean, the item pretty much functions the same, I think. Yeah, they just changed um, the, the mana to HP, which, I mean, that is very nice for some jams. Yeah, I feel like this feels really, really good on um, Lilia. Yep, anybody with the, the Burns, Singe, Brand, Tima. Yeah, Brand, yeah. Yeah, and this is really this is actually good for Lillian now because this is what it used to be a few years ago. Because she doesn't give a shit about mana unless she's playing in top lane. But most of the time, Lillian's out of the jungle, and mana doesn't matter in the jungle. You want the health. So now you don't have to maybe go Roa, or you used to go Demonic Embrace, which is gone. So now I think this is always Lillian's first purchase. Like, always, always. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, I guess you could go Riftmaker if they're an extremely tanky team, but I don't see, I don't think that that makes sense, generally. Yeah, I agree with that. Leandre's is such a good item for her. Uh, but yeah, basically, yeah. exact same thing as before, just a little different. Um, next up, Horizon Focus. It's coming back. Uh, it is 2,700 gold. The recipe is Hextech Alternator, Phoenix Codex, and 700 gold. It gives 90 ability power, 20 ability haste, and it has passive hyper shot. When you deal damage with abilities to champions at 700 range or greater, reveal them for 6 seconds. Deal 10% increased damage to enemies revealed by hyper shot. Uh, passive focus when revealing an enemy with hyper shot, reveal all enemy champions within 1200 range of them for two seconds and that's a 30 second cooldown so same things before i think it's i don't know if it's better or worse i mean that vision's really nice and then you deal more damage on everybody nearby instead of just the one target so i'd say that's a buff unless the numbers are worse they're buffing this next patch i do know that let me look at what it uh let me look at what it used to be. But I've built this, built this on Velkas, and it's, I mean, it feels fantastic, I think. Um, the vision, just especially with the new map and people not being super familiar with everything, allows you to, yeah, really, really do that. Uh, and yeah, help a lot with that. Um, apparently, pets don't trigger hyper shot, so if you hit Tibbers, you won't know. Um, but it's it's so nice just be able to throw out if you have a spammable ability, just throw it out before you walk anywhere near anything, and then um, yeah, and then it'll be it's actually quite uh, it'll be safe from the Rengar. It could be good on Lux. Yeah, Lux for sure. <laughs> yeah. So before I have the stats, it gave you 150 health because Hextech Alternator had some health built into it. Um, 15 ability haste and 100 AP. So the stat profile was a little different, but pretty much the same. And the build was this build is actually much nicer. Um, so it was Hextech Alternator, Fiendish Codex, and some gold. So the recipe didn't itself change, but used to have to have 1050 gold to combine it, and now it's 700. It used to be terrible sitting on uh, a thousand, like 1050 gold as a mage. It felt like shit. Um, and the new passive focus was not a part of the item either. No, that that is really Hypershot nice. Hypershot was. 
reveal everybody. So. so I think it's infinitely better. 30 seconds isn't much. I mean, that just saves you, your team from dying when you go to an objective and you don't have vision. So useful. Yeah, you can throw... If you have a really long-range ability, you throw it out when you're trying to check in to... Like, if they're seeing if they're doing Baron or they're trying to bush camp you for something, like Baron or Dragon or some, I don't know, some grubs or some shit. Or if you're worried about getting ganked, you can just hit the player in uh, in lane and then it will reveal if they're in a bush. Anyone? Stuff like that. Very utilitarian item. Yep, kind of see it on a lot of support mages. Here's area three yep. locks. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so uh, yep. We have a cut, a few more mage items, and then we'll try and start to pick up the pace for the rest of these. So, um, Seeker's Arm Guard got changed. It now is sixteen hundred gold. Amp Tome, Amp Tome plus cloth armor, and five hundred gold. So it's significantly more expensive. It gives you forty-five AP, twenty-five armor. And then there's unique act, unique active of stasis. Use only one time to become invulnerable and untargetable for 2.5 seconds. And basically, it's what stopwatch was. Um, it functions as stopwatch, but it has stats built into it. Uh, and I like that they moved, they deleted stopwatch and then moved the stopwatch active into this. P2. Uh, and then, uh, John, you want to take Crypt Bloom? Yeah, Crypt Bloom is 2850, uh, builds a Blighting Jewel, Phoenix Codex, 850 gold, and it gives you 60 AP, 10 Ability Haste, 30 Magic Pen, and then the passive Life from Death, whenever you get a takedown on an enemy champion within 3 seconds of damaging them, create a Healing Nova. On their location that heals allies for 50 plus 50 percent ap and it has a 60 second cooldown on the passive um i'm not really i'm not built to, I, I have seen not much. seen this item once i think it is a bad item <laughs> 60 second cooldown for that is not good yeah, i feel like the 30 magic are, pen though 30 yeah, magic is a good. lot the stats are great but the pa unique passive is the thing awful. is if you're going for magic pen which is like, most of the reason why you'd buy this item, you just go for Void Staff instead. This is a strange yeah, who, passive. Who builds this? Like, who could realistically Assassin use this support. well? <laughs> I don't know. Karma? Full AP? I... I'm struggling to come up with someone that would want... Um, I mean, Nami, maybe, with a diver? I just feel like there's just better items for those, like, your enchanters. That's the problem with this. Yeah, Ivern could use this, but it's, like, the magic pen is a little weird there. Yumi, maybe? Yumi, maybe? Like, AP Yumi? Maybe, like, maybe Nico, I could see. Like as a third item, maybe I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen a build once yet, so that's, that's. I haven't either. How I'm gonna think about that item? It is not an item yet. It's probably gonna get buffed. AP Blitz, since it's I think AP Blitz might like this. But like yeah, you but like yeah, you guys can hear we're grasping at straws to find item? someone to make this work. Yeah, it's very stat efficient. 124 percent gold efficient. So you get your money's worth in stats. And maybe you just buy it for that and don't give a fuck about the passive. I don't know. 
All right. Uh, up next, then, I guess. <laughs> we got Shadowflame. <laughs> Total cost 3,200 gold. The recipe is Needlessly Large Rod, Hextech Alternator, and 850. Not the greatest path. Same as before, basically. Uh, 120 AP, 10 Magic Pen, and then the passive is Cinder Bloom. Magic damage and true damage critically strike enemies below 35% HP, in, or dealing 20% increased damage, increased to 30% increased damage for damage over time and pet effects. Um, I mean, it's a solid item. That passive is so good. Just being able to crit and get extra damage on all your attacks when they're low HP, especially with the dots. Teemo, Singe, Bran. And it just gives you magic pen and AP, so like a lot of champs can build this. I think it's really good. This looks like an Annie item, for sure, because you get the persistent on the aura of Tibbers and the True. pet being Tibbers. Yeah, I'm looking at what it used to be. Yeah, I'm looking at what it used to be, and thank God that they removed the shielding aspect of this item, because it was not doing what it was intended to. The build path is worse, though. You have to sit on 150 extra gold. Yeah, the passive of the old Shadowflame was just kind of rough. It just... I like that they're trying to do something with shields for AP, but like, it was a mess. So we're gonna mess. They just need to redo the shield items, and they didn't really touch. They didn't really touch them here very much. I don't think. Oh, I'm so. gonna take the next one too. It's the biggest uh, buff of the game. Amp Tome, cost going down from 435 to 400, with the AP staying the same. Book build. Woo! What an outrage! <laughs> so good. <laughs> with the long swords, they need some love. Yeah, yeah. Let's make those long swords three hundo. <laughs> oh my god, that would be disgusting. Just make them four hundred and increase the AD a little bit. Then those can base components of AD and AP are four hundred. And make them both give twenty for four hundred. Yeah, or I don't know. Yeah, or I don't know how much. Whatever. Yeah, an equivalent amount. Maybe it's fifteen or something. <laughs> nah, just buff long swords up twenty, twice the damage. <laughs> for. For yeah. 50 gold, yeah. <laughs> a, single a single long sword gives you 35 damage. Right. I, I want to run through these next two as well. Christ. We got Blasting One. The gold Go is unchanged. It. The AP is going from 40 to 45, so a bit more love for Blasting Wand. Uh, needlessly Large Rod AP, or the cost is still 1250, and the AP has gone from 60 to 70. So just lots of love for the uh, AP components. Because, I mean, they were... Not the Which greatest. Which is nice because they were terrible but to now, sit on. Yeah. Very good. So good for good for mages. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, the next one that actually is significant is, well, and actually one you have to pay attention to is the Zanya's change. So Zanya's the cost went from three thousand thirty-two fifty. The new build path is Seeker's Arm Guard that we talked about a little bit earlier. Plus a needlessly large rod, so a pink rod, and uh, 400 additional gold. The AP went from 80 to 120. The ability haste is gone, none. Um, the armor went from 45 to 50, and its passive of the stasis is unchanged. So just some stat changes and some build path changes for Zanyas. Right, I like these changes. Yep, and it's an expensive item yeah. to be buying. Because before it was, I mean, okay, they buffed it. They changed it halfway through last season or whatever, I think, to make it 3,000 gold from like 2,600 to make it more stat heavy as opposed to just a stopwatch bot. But now it's actually like you're buying this because you really need stasis and it's giving you a bunch of stats as opposed to just being a stasis bot. I like it.
Yeah, 120 AP, 50 armor. That's that's some solid stats right there. You can yeah, for cha especially for champs yeah. who don't need that ability haste. That AP is so much more valuable for 250 gold. Yes. Yeah, it is. Very true. Very true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, very true. Like a Vladimir doesn't need that ability haste because he gets it so much from elsewhere. So far, from what we've so far from what we've been talking about, Vlad seems like a huge winner on these mage changes. It's every mage, but yeah, Vlad is I think definitely he's, gonna shine. Yeah, yeah, Vlad does seem pretty good. Maybe I need to give him a roll again. I feel like I'm bad, very hit or miss with that character. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you are <laughs> usually a mess. Eh? Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have what three, four? Oh my there's god! There's so they changed. Yep. Oh Jesus Christ! We may not get through all the items today. We're gonna maybe we just decide to not touch the the mid patch update champions then, and try and speed through the rest right, of these take items. Take us through Banshee's Veil, vale, John. Yeah, and Verdant Barrier as well, since it's linked together. Yep, I'll take you through that journey of Banshee's Veil. Thank you. Cost change, 2,600 to 3,100 gold. The recipe is Needlessly Large Rod, a Verdant Barrier, and then 50 gold. AP was changed from 80 to 120. The MR is was changed 45 to 50, and then Ability Haste... Um, it no longer has ability ace. It was used to be 10, now it's 0. And then the passive annul grants a spell shield that blocks the next enemy ability. 30 second cooldown. Cooldown is restarted when damage is taken from champions. Um, I mean, I think for all intents and purposes, it pretty much functions the same, the item. Yeah, the um, wording apparently on annul is exactly the same. So, no change. And then, Burden Barrier, the component in Banshee's Veil. Um, cost going from 1,000, now it's 1,800. The recipe is Amp Tome. Um, well, two Amp Tomes, a No Magic Mantle, and then 550 Gold. And then the ability power went from 20 to 40. MR, 25 to 30. And then the path, the annul passive. Oh, it gives the annul. Passive. Oh, it gives the annul passive. Yeah. No, damn. Yeah, it seems pretty good. It's uh, it's uh, it twice as it takes twice as long to recover though. Um, Verdant barrier. It's sixty second cooldown. Banshees. It goes down to thirty seconds. Okay, I like that. I do. I do. Like the component. Uh, like having a similar passive, but it not being as good. Yeah, late game, you could just buy a, just a Verdant Barrier if you need it for a specific fight. If you can afford it. It's 1800 but still. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't do this on stuff like healing reduction. Because they're not thinking. Yeah. Make me the healing reduction overhaul person. <laughs> All right, Colin, take us through Archangel uh, Archangels and Seraphs. Total cost, 3,000. Uh, recipes, a needlessly large rock, kindle gem, tier of the goddess, 550 gold. Wait, what? What is the second part? And then, uh, oh, that's what it was. And now, it's being <laughs> yeah. changed, yeah. Now it is a uh, lost chapter, Phoenix Codex, tier of the goddess, and 500 gold. So a little different there. We got a, a better uh, recipe. Uh, AP is going from 70 to 80, and then the... 
Ability haze is going from 10 to 20. Mana, 500 to 600. Passive awe. Gain AP equal to 1% of your bonus mana. Passive mana charge. Whenever you whenever you hit a target with an ability, you get uh, a charge and gain additional 5 mana. Doubled if you hit a champion, so 10 mana. Grants a maximum of 860 mana, at which point it'll transform into Seraphs. This item transforms in the Zeref at 360. 360. You said 860. 860 the first time? Oh, it does That's say 860. Typo. By Riot. Yep. It does? Oh. That's what I see, at least. I see 360 on the page. On It says in, in yeah, it says 860 in the description, oh, but then it says there. 360 afterward. And, oh, okay. <laughs> Riot thing. So it's, yeah. three, it's 360, folks. Not it's not 860. 860. <laughs> I got baited by Riot. And then we go into Seraph's Embrace. It is, uh, the AP is up 10, the ability is up 10 because of Archangels, so 70, 80, and 10 to 20, and then the mana goes from 860 to 1000, removed the 200 HP, it's now 0, um, and the new passive lifeline, upon taking damage that would reduce your health below 30% gain, a 250 plus 20% current mana shield for 3 seconds on a 90 second cooldown, and also the passive awe, you instead of gaining one AP equal to one percent bonus mana, you gain two percent instead of one. So same as before, but better or worse? Or do yeah. it depends if uh, you want the HP. I it's, guess. But yeah, so it's less of a Cassiopeia and more of a this works better on mages, like poke mages, like poke mages a bit better. Yeah. Twice up the health um, was like. An overloaded thing in this item. I agree with you. So I agree with you. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they did this. Especially once they gave it the shield, as opposed to when they changed it from whatever it used to be to give it the shield. The shield is so good. Yeah, I thought that having the shield and then having 200 HP, having 200 HP on top of that was just a little much, in my opinion. So I'm glad they changed it. Yeah. People are less tanky or mages. I'm okay with that. As they should be. Uh, it's worth noting that Archangel's staff is 118.67% gold efficient before you even start ta stacking the tier, so that's very good. And then Seraph's is 146.67% gold efficient. Um, so very good. Yeah, plus it plus it goes up from every bonus mana you get from other sources too. So it is it is purely stats plus a shield on all of this. Very stat efficient. Very good item, yeah. So, very, 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 very good. Take us to the next okay. two. Okay, uh, next one is Death Cap. Yes, I will take it through. I'm preempting what you were going to say. Um, okay, so Rabadon's Death Cap. The total cost, 3,600 gold, is unchanged. Uh, the recipe is unchanged. It's two pink rods and 1,100 gold. The AP, however, is the first thing that's changed on this item. Um, the AP went from 120 to 140. And the but the unique passive increase your AP by forty percent. Now it's increased it by thirty five percent. So I don't like this change. I wish they would have kept it as is. Maybe they needed to change the AP number because of what pink rods give you. But make it thirty eight hundred and keep it to increase your AP by forty percent. I don't know. Um, I don't like that change of it because since it's more front-loaded with AP, you could plausibly buy this as a second item, and it makes more sense. But like 
before, you don't want to buy it before maybe a third at the earliest, maybe fourth or something, because then you're not getting the full value out of the item, since it's more backloaded in a build. Um, not a fan. Yeah, it seems like they only did it because they need the change. Uh, need to see larger odds for whatever reason. Just yeah. To match that 70 instead of 60. Also, there's nothing wrong, also, there's nothing wrong with... You know, it, it goes you know, down. Uh, keeping it at 40%, and yeah, when you complete the item, you get less raw AP, but then you still get the percent AP increase. It'd make the, make the build path better. More satisfying. It would. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the same. Like, we don't have to ask who, who builds it and how they build it. It's just when you build it. It's, it's, de it's death cap, yep. It's death cap. So, uh, with that, I will just go into void staff, and then I will hand it off for uh, to John for Roa. So, void staff total cost is going up by two hundred. Now it's three thousand gold. The item recipe was a blighting jewel plus a blasting one plus eight fifty. Now it is blighting jewel plus blasting one plus ten fifty. So that feels fucking awful to build. Um, AP sixty five to eighty, and the magic pen unchanged. It's the same void staff as before. It's 150 gold, or it's 200 gold, uh, more expensive to build, gives you 15 more AP. Um, you build it when they're building Magic Resist. If they're not building Magic Resist, Magic Resist, you don't build this item, same as before. So, John, take Roa for us. Yep. And then Catalyst as well. Yep, Roa, 20, uh, the total cost uh, was reduced from 2,800 to 2,600 gold, and then the recipe... Um, was changed from a blasting wand, catalyst, amp tome, and two fifteen gold to now a blasting wand, catalyst, and five fifty gold. And AP change from sixty to fifty, health four hundred to three fifty, mana four hundred to three hundred, and then the passive, um, pretty much the same, other than. They removed um, for every 200 healing or mana restored with Eternity. The passive gained 35% bonus move speed. Um, that decays over three seconds. They took that out. Um, but it still has the, the passive where um, the item gains 20 health, 20 mana, and 4 ability power every 60 seconds up to 10 times. For a maximum of 200 health, 200 mana, and 40 ability power. And then upon reaching maximum stacks, you gain a level. And then Eternity, um, the passive I just mentioned, as part of the one that got removed. Um, but this one, to be clear, is still uh, part of the item. Uh, restore mana equal to 7% of pre-mitigation damage taken from champions, and health equal to 25% of mana spent. Up to 20 health per cast per second. So basically the same other than the 200 healing or mana restored with that eternity passive. You get the, the move speed. They took that out. But otherwise it functions basically the same. Just 200 less gold. Um, that's just for adjusting it from being a mythic before. And then... Reduction in price and then accordingly with the stats, so pretty much functions similarly how it was before. I've not built it though. I always forgot that. I always forgot that it has the bonus. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I I built Roa probably like three times in that version of the mythic version.
like, yeah, I didn't enjoy playing with even it. If it was, even like, if it was like the the go to Lilia jungle item, I just stopped playing Lilia instead. <laughs> yeah, same old, same old. And then Catalyst, yeah, thirteen hundred gold. Um, the recipe is a ruby crystal, sapphire crystal, and sapphire crystal, and then five fifty gold. Um, health is going from three hundred to three fifty, mana three hundred. It's just it, okay. It's unchanged. Uh, and then the eternity passive. Restore mana equal to 7% of pre-mitigation damage taken from champions and health equal to 25% of mana spent. Up to 20 health per cast per second. So, Same old, same old. A little bit more HP. Yep, nothing new. Yep. And then uh, we got Lich Bane. Total cost went from 3,000 to 3,100 gold. The item recipe went from a Sheen Aether Wisp Phoenix Codex and 550 gold to Sheen Hextech Alternator and Aether Wisp for at plus 150 gold. The ability power went from 85 to 100. Uh, ability haste is still 15. Bonus movement speed is still 8%. And then unique passive Spellblade it is the same thing. You get a after an ability enhanced auto attack. Which scales off AP, the numbers are the same. And then Spellblade now grants 50% attack speed while available. They did change this they did change oh, they the base did? AD okay. on Lichbane. So it was 75% now it's hundred. But the AP oh, yes, is I the missed same. Line. Yep. So exact same item. Bit more damage. Yep. Cool. Um you want to yep. take Nash's uh, Nash Juice Nash went from three thirty two hundred gold to three thousand gold. The recipe Went from a recurve bow, blasting one, Phoenix Codex, and 750 gold to a recurve bow, blast, blasting one, Phoenix Codex, and 550 gold. So a bit better there. Get rid of that 200 gold. And then the ability power went down from 100 to 90. Ability haste is 15 still. Attack speed is still 50%, and the passive is unchanged. It gives you on hit magic damage. And then we have Merlinomicon. Yep. Yeah, yeah, just finish uh, 3,000 gold to 2,200 gold, so a lot cheaper. Uh, item recipe went from a Oblivion Orb, Hextech Alternator, Amp Tome, and 715 gold to Oblivion Orb, Phoenix Codex, and 50 or 500 gold. Still gives 90 AP. It, they added on ability haste to the item, giving you 15. They removed the 10 magic pen and removed the 200 HP, and it still gives you the same passive for healing reduction, which I think was 40%. And you deal magic damage to them. Um, so just less damage, and you, you get cheaper uh, Grievous Wounds. So it's okay. Support item since it's 200. And no health 200 on the two. Yeah. Or 2,200 gold, so more supporty. Um, and that is it for mage items. Into the fighters. Wow, that took us a lot longer to go through than I thought it would have. Yeah, we can zoom through. Yeah, I was Okay. So we can see how much more we can go through on these, but I'd say if we keep a pretty brisk pace, we should be a bit yep. better. Um, okay. But we may have to split the items apart into another one as well. Or maybe I just solo record walking through the rest of them at some point. But we can get through the fighter and divers for sure. So uh, Hullbreaker is the first one. Uh, also, sorry, they removed from the fighter and divers items, they removed Gore Drinker, Divine Sunder, Silvermere Dawn, and Iron Spike Whip. Those are all gone. Hullbreaker has been changed. Um, cost is unchanged. The new recipe is 
Tunneler plus Retrix, Rectrix, plus Pickaxe plus 125. It gives you 65 AD, 350 health, 5% move speed. Um, so it's got two new, it's got two unique passives on it. The first one is called Skipper. Every fifth basic attack against champions and epic monsters deals 140% if you're melee or 70% if you're ranged. Base AD plus 3.5% maximum health bonus physical damage increased to 400%. Or 200% melee range, respectively. Plus 7% max health, bonus physical damage against structures. Uh, the second one is Boarding Party. Nearby allies, Siege and Super Minions gain uh, 20 to 135 if you're melee. Uh, and 10 to 68 if you're ranged, and both of those are based on level. Bonus armor and MR. So it does the same sort of thing as before, but it's got the new empowered uh, auto attack which is not going to be as good for... It's not going to do nearly as much if you're building a bunch of damage items and then you build Holdbreaker, as opposed to if you build a bunch of health and then build Holdbreaker. I'm already loving this for Scion. Yep, this is Scion lovers. We'll enjoy. Yep. And I'll go find Tunneler and Rectrix as well real quick, since that is part of the recipe. So, uh, Tunneler is 1,100 gold. The recipe is Longsword plus Ruby Crystal plus 350. Gives you 15 AD, 250 health, no unique passive. And then Rectrix. I have to control F for this. Uh, Rectrix. That's the... Okay. Different. Okay. Rectrix. Total cost is 900. It's a long sword and 550 gold. Gives you 20 AD and 4% movement speed. No unique passives. So they're just stat items. Um, cool. John, you want to take Bork? Yeah, Bork, Bork. 3,200 gold. Uh, recipe is Vampiric Scepter, Pickaxe, a Recur Bow, and 725 gold. It gives you 40 AD, 25% attack speed, 8% lifesteal, and then the passive is Mystic, like it was before. Attack supply, an additional 12% for melee, and then 9% for ranged enemy, current health, physical damage on hit. And then the other passive, Clawing Shadows. Um, this is new. By the way, your first basic attack against an enemy champion slows them by 30% for one second. This is a 15-second cooldown. Um, I mean, I've tried this on Master Yi. I think Master Yi feels great, by the way. Also, um, Bork, and I think this specifically for him, I mean, the new passive... Seems pretty good on him. I mean, it's kind of like old Dust Blade with the slow was good on him for that reason because it gave you the ninety percent. But I mean, not nearly as much slow. But I mean, this is pretty good. It helps you stay on them. Yeah, I like this a lot more. It's worth. So they did remove a unique passive, and I'll just read it so people are aware. It was basic attacks on hit against enemy champions apply a stack for six seconds, stacking up to three times. Um, the third stack consumes all of those stacks to deal 40 to 103 based on level bonus magic damage on hit and slow the target by 25%. So they move where the slow is and it grants you 25% move speed for the same duration. So that's what, uh, that's what was removed that more bursty and move speed steal. Now it's just more, it's more clear in how it works. 
Yeah, I think it's I like a lot it. Cleaner of an item. Yeah, I like it overall. So, yeah, it was a little confusing. The old massive, I will say. One auto for a slow is very good. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um. Uh, the next thing, phage. Um. Eleven hundred gold. Recipe is a ruby crystal longsword and three fifty gold. Gives you fifteen AD, two hundred health, and kind of similar to Bork. I feel like they're just making the passive, uh, just like a little more intuitive. Um, so now the passive is attacking a unit grants twenty move speed for two seconds. It used to do some healing over time. Yep, is what it used to do. Um, and I feel like for junglers, like that was such a bad. It was terrible. It was a useless component. Useless. So yep. now it's. I think it's like the move speed's pretty good. So I like the change for sure. The yep. um, move speed is good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure Hecarim would like that. Yeah, it's, it's built it's from uh, a couple items. So, yeah. build path's nice with Phage. Um, okay, so next up we got Eclipse. New new Eclipse. Um, total cost, 2800 Uh The recipe is Pickaxe, Longsword, Caulfield's Warhammer, and 800 gold. Gives you 70 AD, 15 Ability Haste, and has the passive Ever Rising Moon. Hitting a champion... With two separate attacks or abilities within 1.5 seconds, deals 8%. Um, 8%. Is that range or melee and ranged? So 8% melee, 4% yeah. range, max health, bonus damage, physical damage, and grants you a 160 base shield with plus 40% bonus AD for melee, and then 80 flat and a 20% AP. Your AD ranged shield for two seconds, six second cooldown. The ranged shield is exactly half as strong as in the all, melee shield. Yeah, in all aspects. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a great item. Six seconds for a shield every. That's two hundred plus guaranteed, three hundred. So, yeah, Eclipse is really good. I very much like that this no longer has lethality tied to it, and it's just AD and ability haste. So for champions that don't give a shit about lethality and actually would prefer the the AD itself or the ability haste and the shield, uh, before it felt a little weird to be building lethality if you didn't want it. Yeah, and uh, Eclipse also right now, I think we were talking about earlier, synergizes really well with an item we're going to talk about later, Sundered Sky. It just that, that shield gives you so much survivability. Especially in the yeah, and they're actually on sit the same cooldowns, the passives. Yeah. So that's so nice, honestly. Clips, uh, same thing but different. Like most of the items, yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, same thing with uh, Spear of Sojin. It's same but different. So uh, the cost is thirty-one hundred gold. The recipe is pickaxe, kindle gem, and Caulfield's warhammer. I believe that was the same as the old build path, and then plus five twenty-five gold. The AD is fifty-five. It gives you three hundred health, twenty AP. Your non-ultimate spells gain fifteen ability haste, and then your spell hits grant stacks. Your spell uh, spell hits grant stacks. Your spells deal three percent increased damage for each stack, minimum of four stacks. Um, this is mostly the same, but they removed the Dragon Force passive, which for some goddamn reason was on there, which would give you like move speed as yeah, well. It was such an overloaded speed. item. It gave so much move yeah. speed. Yeah, I'm gonna look on up exactly the people what that built it too. Like it was already like uh, it was so like, good. I would say it's yeah it'd be worse now, but like it's still a good item. Increasing your damage by 12% on your abilities, or your spells is very good. 
Plus, that's a lot of ability haste for your non-ultimate. 35 ability haste for one item. It's really nice. I, I build this on Hacker yeah, every so... Dragon Force. Okay, so there were two that are gone. Um, Dragon Force was gained 15 basic ability haste. Uh, so they just changed. They just didn't give it a name. Um, but focused will was dealing ability damage grants a stack for six seconds up to four. Your damaging ability. Oh, what? Oh, old. Oops, I'm reading the wrong thing. Sorry. Um, Dragon Force. Uh, yeah, it gave uh, percent bonus AD. Uh, healing. Or not healing, uh, ability haste, and then oh, exigency. That's what it was. Gain up to fifteen or ten percent bonus move speed based on missing health capped at sixty-seven percent missing health. Why? That makes no sense for the build path the item or what it's trying to do. It that actually so is just so random. <laughs> yeah, just, so let's random. just throw this on here. Yeah, that that so is stupid. spear doing the same shenanigans but no less movement speed because it doesn't give any. Yep. Um. It does, yeah. And I'll just go through the Tiamat and the two Tiamat items yep. that are right here as well. So, um, Tiamat builds into a few items. I'm going to cover it first. Uh, the total gold is 1,200. The new recipe is Longsword, Longsword 550 gold. It gives you 20 AD, and now the passive attacks deal 40% AD if you're melee, 20% AD if you're ranged. Damage to other units within 450 units of the target hit. That's mostly the same. However, now... Uh, it has an active, which is Crescent, deal 80% physical damage to nearby units within 450 units. 10 second cooldown. If you're unaware of what 450 units is, I believe that's Vayne's auto range. Um, it's a little bit more than Lilia's auto range. So 450 is a pretty large area. Uh, and so people who used to play back in the day, Tiamat had an active and it's back. So there's that. Um, okay, so Ravenous Hydra. The total cost is 3300 so this is expensive. The recipe is Tiamat plus Caulfield's Warhammer plus Vampiric Scepter and an additional 200 gold. 70 AD, 20% ability haste, 10% lifesteal. Um, it has the same passive, but it's reduced to 350 units as opposed to 450. And uh, Ravenous Crescent, the active, deal 100% total AD to everyone within 450 units. And this damage applies lifesteal as well. And that's on a 10-second cooldown. Um, Ravenous was an item that was hotfixed, as was Titanic Hydra. So Ravenous was changed... Um, what exactly changed here? The lifesteal went from 10 to 12% on the item. And the cast time was a quarter of a second. Now it references user's auto attack cast time. So if you have really high attack speed, it'll go off faster than if you have really slow attack speed. So that was the change there. Um, let me go back down to where Ravenous is now. And, or sorry, Titanic, and go through that. And then we can talk about the Tiamat items writ large. Um, total, so Titanic, total cost 3,300. Item recipe, Tiamat, Tunneler, Ruby Crystal, 600 gold, 55 AD, 550 health. It has the same Crescent active on your next attack. Cleave will deal 6% if you're melee, 3% if you're ranged. Maximum health, bonus physical damage to your target, and 9%. Uh, if you're melee, 4.5% if you're ranged. Max health, bonus physical damage, 
for the shock wave that it does around. And the passive is basic attacks deal 4 plus 1.5% maximum health if you're melee, 3 plus 1.25% max health if you're ranged, bonus physical damage on hit to your target, and 40 plus 3% max health if you're melee, 30 plus 2.25% max health if you're ranged, bonus physical damage to other enemies in a cone on hit, it's not the area around, it's a cone like it was before, and cleaves damage also applies to structure that I believe is new. Um, it also has been changed. It came out of the gate way too strong, apparently. So the AD has been reduced from 55 to 50, and the health is down from 550 to 500. Uh, so that's that. And then there's one other Hydra item, which uh, I'm going to go through as well, since we're talking about Tiamat stuff right now. It's called Profane Hydra. And it's in the assassin section, but it's yeah. 3,500 gold. The recipe is Tiamat Brutalizer, which is uh, Christ. I'm not going to talk about Brutalizer right now. Um, and 813 gold, a very specific number. Um, the AD is it gives you 60 AD, 18 lethality, 20 ability haste. Uh, the cleave passive is the same as Tiamat. And then the active is Heretical Slash. It's deal 80% total AD to physical uh, physical damage to enemy nearby enemies. This damage is increased to 120% of your total AD uh, to enemies below 30% health. So it's more of an execute style. It, it gets better the lower health your target is. This would be used ideally at the end of your combo rather than um, at the start. And then Profane... Uh, went down in cost from 3,400 to 3,300, and then they buffed its active as well. So it used to be, so now it actually deals 100% of your AD to enemies within a 450 unit radius, which is increased to 150% against targets below 50% max health. So they increased the execute style threshold, increased the raw damage and increase the execute damage as well as making it cheaper. So that's a lot of buffs to Profane Hydra. Um, Tiamat items writ large, you know, Colin, what are your thoughts on them? Well, that, that buff, that hotfix is insanely good. <laughs> Holy. 30% extra yeah. AD and the threshold being 50 is. is so good. <laughs> that, that is ridiculous. So um, I tried playing Hecarim with it. Wasn't really a fan of it. Tiamat didn't really feel right because you had to like uh, like weave it into your combo just felt clunky but um i've seen some titanic hydra at work and that has been an absolute menace in the games it's been in zinzao just mowing people down with it i've seen jacks um, loving yeah, it too that. and does it yeah so it still deal so it deals more damage based off max health so i'm gonna guess like science still building this all your uh, hp abusers <laughs> All your HP. It's actually better now than it used to be for HP stackers. Right, there we go. So yeah, good overall there. And uh, Ravenous Hydra, similar item. Not too much different about it. It doesn't have that stacking mechanic anymore, oh, sure. which is it's good because no that thing was uh, garbage. Fake Magi's. We have a different one. Yeah. New fake magic. John, have you built these at all? Uh, I built Titanic Hydra a decent bit. On uh, Zinzao, uh, Warwick. Uh, I actually did the one build that I went Bruiser. Um, or the few times that I've done Bruiser 
Rengar I've done. Um, I tried one time. I got Titanic. I think like I want to say like third or fourth or something like that. I was just wanted to try it. Um, I think in general they feel good. I I I think Ravenous Hydra is not as good. I guess. Um, it seems like Ravenous is kind of crap unless you're a few specific champions yeah. like Riven or Fiora maybe or something like yep. that. Otherwise, Titanic if you're tanky, but otherwise I would say outside of that, go Profane. It looks crazy good. Yeah, that I think so the hot fix to both of those. Yeah. Profane though is, yeah, it feels really good on Rengar. Profane Hydra does. Your clear is like disgusting once you get this item too. It makes it so that you have, um, definitely can keep more on par with like faster clearing champs like Kane, uh, stuff like that. Just hacker brand, on, yeah, brand that can just clear so fast. Um, I imagine that Talon and is gonna love oh, yeah. this as a jungle item, but yeah. but Zed will love these as well in lane. So one thing they did uh, change yeah. with Ravenous Hydra, they made it that it's like it's no uh, spe it's not spells or abilities that are triggering it anymore. It's like Zed poking from a mile away with his oh, Qs is gone. Yeah. So that that wave clear is gone, God. and that team fighting is a little worse. Or a lot worse. It still will work on Ezreal for people who want to build it. His Qs do apply on-hit effects, which should trigger the cleave passive. But you don't really want to be building the Tiamat items anymore unless you're going to be in range to use the active, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just paying wasted gold. It's like buying two Sheen items. If you do, I mean, it why? does work with Titanic because it is a, your next on-hit. Your next attack. So... Just True. That Titanic one. could be the, be the one, one outside of that. Yeah, those are my yeah. thoughts. I'll take us on to Hearthbound Axe. Yeah, we got Tolkash, 1200 gold. It is a dagger, longsword, and then, or two daggers and a longsword, plus 250. And it gives you 25% attack speed and 20 AD, if I'm not mistaken. That used to have a passive on it, the, the now phased passive. Is that right? It used movement to have a little. Speed? I think yeah. it did, yeah. Some on sort hit of movement speed. I think it, speed it used to have movement twenty speed, for yeah. melee and like ten for range. I think. Could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. Yeah. Then we have Stride Breaker. It's thirty-one hundred. It's built out of a phase pickaxe dagger. Eight hundred twenty-five gold. It gives you fifty AD, twenty percent attack speed, four hundred HP. The active uh, breaking shockwave slow nearby enemies by thirty percent and gain. 30% bonus movement speed per champion hit that decays over 3 seconds. You can move while casting this. It's 15 second cooldown. Passive temper. Dealing physical damage grants 20 bonus movement speed. So you get the movement speed from it. And, I mean, you can get a lot of movement speed with this item. It's like per character hit. Holy Darius item. Yeah, s slow plus movement speed. That's exactly what it wants. I mean, a lot of bruisers. Yeah. And anyone who wants to just sit on you and beat the crap out of you. Any, anyone can take yeah. this. It's a good item. But, yeah. Yep. It's, it's about um, it. Let's see. Experimental Hexplate. So, uh, John, why don't you take this one for us? Yeah, so Experimental Hexplate is 3K. It is built out of Tunneler, Noon Quiver, and 600 gold. Um, 
gets 55 AD, 20% attack speed, 300 health, and then the passive is you gain 30 ultimate ability haste. And then the other part of the passive is after casting your ultimate, gain 35% attack speed and 15% bonus movement speed for 7 seconds. Um, I've tried this on a few people. I mean, it feels really good. Uh, I've tried it on Master Yi. I think it feels great on him. Uh, Nocturne. I think this is good really Zao. good on Nocturne. Sinzao, yep. Um, so it's worth noting that this wasn't changed experimental hex plate, but it was incorrect in the patch notes. Uh, the bonus move speed is actually 8 seconds, not 7 seconds. That's oh, even better. Gotcha. Nice. Yep. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's. I think it's a cool item. Definitely alt-centric item. Good. Pretty cool. Yeah, very alt-centered. But, um... Yeah, with Master Yi, like, this, it, it synergizes crazy well with his ult. And 300 HP is always nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he likes all those stats. Nocturne, I mean, this is a no-brainer. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a pretty fun item, I think, too. Yep. Um, okay, Colin Thunder takes Thunder Sky. Uh, total cost is 3,100 gold. We got Tunneler, Caulfield's Warhammer, and 900 gold for the recipe. Gives 55 uh, AD, 300 HP, 15 ability haste, and has the passive Light Shield Strike. The first attack against a champion will critically strike and heal for 140% base AD plus 6% missing health. And it doesn't say it here, but the, the cooldown is 6 seconds, which is the same as Eclipse, as we were saying before. And that crit can be very nice because a lot of damage, um, especially with the base AD champs. And... The heal is insanely good. It's just great for a fighter. You have this in Eclipse, you're just probably not going to die. Unless you're behind. I saw Viego healing just like hundreds of health with this, plus Bork and maybe some other item, I'm not sure. It was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, you can do it on every... Like, so there's five people around you, you can just hit them all once, and then at that point, it's almost off cooldown already on the first person. So you'd, like six seconds is really good for the, the cooldown. I've I've tried this on Bruiser Ringar, and I was always surprised by how much it healed by the end of the game. Like it was just any like spammable ability like Ringar Q, especially because it crits as well. I mean, it's so nice. You get so much healing. Yep, I've been taking on Hecarim. I've seen Zin take it. I, I saw Viego take it once. A um, bunch of champions can use it very well. Jarvan uses it. Not that Jarvan's in the best spot right now, but he does use it very well. Yep. That is that. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to keep moving on here. Um, Steel Sigil is in here, but that is an, it's only built into GA. Um, I'll cover that when we get to the marksman items in another episode because we're already an hour and a half and struggling to get through two categories here. Um, okay, wits end. The total cost is down by, 
down by 400. It is now 2,800. The build path has changed as well. Heart, it used to be Hearthbound Axe, Null Magic Mantle, and Recurve Bow, plus 950. Now it is Recurve Bow, Negatron Cloak, and a Dagger, plus 900. Um, equally painful, different route to getting there. Attack speed, 40% to 55%. The MR went up by 10, now it's 50. It now gives you 0 AD, so it used to give you 40, now it gives you none. It does give you 20% tenacity, though, however. Um, so the passive fray attacks apply 15 to 80 based on level bonus magic damage on hit and grant the user 20 bonus movement speed for two seconds attacks apply 15 to 80 based on level bonus magic damage on hit. Uh, so basically the same sort of passive, it's just a stat change around and it's cheaper now, but it does give you zero AD. So be aware of that folks. Have you guys built wits end at all? Um, I built it once on the Astro because I played against the team out top and we just sat there for, the, for like 20 minutes and did nothing. <laughs> but It's kind of a nullifying. Yep, uh, Nasty is very nice. I like that they put that item besides Merc Treads. It's great. Same. I, I tried it on Master Yi. Um, yeah, I mean, it's super... Any source of tenacity is incredibly valuable. On characters like that. Yep, and 2,800 gold. Um, yeah, so now you can get close to 75, I think, or 70% tenacity. That's crazy, with, like, legend tenacity Merc and treads, everything. legend tenacity, wit's end, yeah. And then if you you could also get it uh, with, I think, unflinching, and then also some champions Garen have built in, too. Yeah. yeah. Mundo as well has I th or no he used to but he doesn't anymore but yeah Garen so Garen might be able to get the most tenacity of anyone um, in the game yeah fun yeah let's carry on overall good okay Colin take Triforce since you yeah used uh, it. it is the classic cost of 3,333 the item recipe changed from Sheen Hearthbound Axe and Kindle Gem plus 733 to a Sheen Sage and a Hearthbound Axe plus 33. This is very nice to build. There's always something you can get. Uh, it's a great build path. I, I enjoy it. The, and Sheen's changed as well, which we'll talk about. Uh, attack damage went from 40 to four, or 40 to 55. The health is still 300. Attack speed is still 33%. And the ability haste is still 20. They removed the passive threefold strikes, which is like every time you hit someone with either an, an attack or an ability, you got ramping... Uh, AD and the spell blade is after an ability or your next attack will deal an additional 200% based AD on hit 1.5 second cooldown after the empowered attack and it has a new passive quicken attacking a unit grants 20% bonus movement speed for two seconds I've been using this a bunch on Hecarim right now I don't think he's that great of an assassin right now because they did change his numbers a bit ago but Triforce is really nice so I'm, I've been using it a lot. It feels really good. The build path's great. You always have something, even with 250 gold, which is nice. But yeah, I enjoy it. Plus the movement and speed. So did they change Sheen? Yeah, I'm not Sheen, seeing it in Sheen the, now has in, a 10%. Um, it's 1,000 gold. It's 10% ability haste. And you build a 250 little sigil thing that gives 5 ability haste. And then you build the full item. So you oh, build that. okay. Because it's not in the patch yeah, notes so at it's all. Two hundred and fifty so for the small item, and uh, Sheen is a total of a thousand, so seven fifty more. Yep, got it. Yep, but that is basically it for Triforce. They're mostly the same thing. Got rid of some AD and got some movement speed.
Cool. And then John, yeah. take Black Cleaver for us. Black Cleaver is cost going from thirty one hundred to three thousand. The recipe used to be um, Fage, Kindle Gem, Longsword, and 850 gold. Now it's Fage, Kindle Gem, Longsword, and 750 gold. Um, the health is unchanged at 400. Um, 50 to 55 AD. The ability haste was lowered from 30 to 20. And then the passive carve. Uh, dealing physical damage to an enemy champion reduces their armor by 5%, stacking up to 6 times. Um, that's what it used to be. Now it's dealing physical damage to an enemy champion reduces their armor by 4%, stacking up to 6 times. Whoa. Um, a whole percent. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other passive rage, attacking a unit grants 20 move speed for 2 seconds. And then there's a note that there is no longer a move speed correlation between rage and the number of carb stacks acquired. That's strange. Yeah, so this is the exact same item, yep. just a slightly weaker. Yep. In terms of passive, but you do get a little more AD for it. Yeah. I think it's pretty much okay. the same just item. Eric's gauge. Last one. So, all right, I'll do this one, and then I think we're probably going to wrap for this episode because it's an hour 40 here. So, uh, Steric's Gauge, total cost is 3,000 gold, unchanged. The item recipe was Pickaxe plus Phage plus Ruby Crystal plus 625 gold. Now it is Pickaxe plus Tunneler plus Ruby Crystal plus 625 gold. The health is down by 50, so it was 450, now it's 400. But you get 20% tenacity now on this. Um, the... There, the unchanged passive gain bonus AD equal to 50% of your base AD, totally the same. And then uh, the shield you still get, um, it still activates when you go below 30% health. You still get 80% bonus health shield, and it still decays over 4.5 seconds. However, the change is you no longer get 30% tenacity. Um, that's gone. The tenacity is now baked into the actual raw stats of the item. And uh, the size increase used to be 25%, now it's 10%. The duration of that shield is still 8 seconds. Or, or sorry, the, the duration of that 10% size is still 8 seconds. So it's I like this change better now. It's a slight adjustment to Sterix Gage's stats, but I like it a lot more. More tenacity on items. Woohoo. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Nah, I had no idea. Like I was building Sterix Gage because I wanted the shield on Hecker, and then apparently I had tenacity the whole time, so that's good. <laughs> a little, you know, you had twenty percent tenacity. <laughs> so who could build Wits End and Jack, Jack. Sterix? I was thinking that. Yeah. Okay, Jax. Yeah, Aurelia maybe. Yeah, I can see it. I can't think of many others though. Either off the top of my head, I think Jax. I mean, is unless the you do Master Yi, and this is the one defensive item you buy. Yeah, I just, I still think with him, like. You're not getting in. Like, his base AD is not good. It, it, Nar. It's hard to build Wits End now because it doesn't give AD. It's not worth for a lot of people now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Nar, I think, could build this and still be totally fun. Well, he maybe builds Wits End. He definitely builds Steric's Gauge no, since definitely. Mega Nar has the highest base damage in the game. So. Um, okay, well, there's a lot of other items that 
because we talk too much, we're just not going to be able to get to tonight. Uh, so we'll do the tank, assassin, and I know John was looking forward to talking about all the assassin stuff. The marksman items, um, that's, and the enchanter items as well. Those are all uh, something we'll have to do in the future. What we could do, and okay, support items would be short, but again, we're running short on time. Um, my eye is bothering me, plus it's midnight for Colin, so I don't want to keep you any <laughs> <Thank> longer. You. <laughs> um, here, we'll go through the starting items as well. Doran's Blade. It no longer has 2.5% Omnivamp, but now it's 3.5% Lifesteal. And then Doran's Ring, It you no longer have Drain, where you had to damage an enemy champion to get a lot of the regen. Now you just get a flat 1.25 mana per second, or 45% of this value if you can't gain mana, meaning you're either full mana, or you're a manaless champion. So, um, those are those starting item differences. Obviously, if you play Orn or are in a game with Orn, you should pay attention to the Orn item upgrades, because since there's no longer any mythics, um, they're that you need to just learn what the Orn items are again. Um, and it does say specifically that Orn item, Orn will, when he's upgrading an item for you, it will prioritize slot one, followed by slot two, and so on. So if you want, if you have, let's say you have six items that Orn could upgrade, you need to choose which one you want and put it into item slot one while he upgrades it. Then you can move it away, but um, make sure to do that. So, uh, yeah. There's also, yeah, a, f a decent amount of champion buffs and nerfs, so go check those out. Um, yeah, we didn't get through a lot of the items that we wanted to, but it's because we put out good content for the rest of it. Quality over quantity. But, um, yeah, so uh, I guess I'll wrap it up right here. This has been episode... 835. If you have any feedback for us, send it to our uh, feedback thread in our Discord server or to questions at trinityforcenetwork.com. Um, we also have a Patreon, so go check that out if you like the content that we produce and support us, and we appreciate anything that you're willing to give. Lastly, we have community night game nights, which start at 7.15 Eastern time and run for as long as people are around to play. So... With that, uh, end of the episode 835, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name, where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of the podcasts, videos, and the community that we provided. provided.